All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about the industry. Let's talk about where you think the industry is headed, especially from the perspective of a fulfillment company or as a guy kind of that has the inside scoop on the back end of things. You see the games right before they hit the tables. And so like, where do you think the industry is headed from your perspective? Yeah, it's, it's interesting to see this um, sort of Kickstarter revolution that's happening because we're, we're pretty involved with a lot of that. And I think over the last few years, you know, I, I, I'm a big data guy. And so I, I like looking at and, and seeing that kind of stuff. And uh, we're actually starting to see uh, a maturing of board games on uh, Kickstarter. And, and what, I, what I mean by that is that there are there's there's been this wild growth in the number of Kickstarter projects that are out there, especially for board games. Uh, and over the last couple of years, I think it's the last year or two, we've seen that the number of new projects year over year shrink slightly, but the number of successful projects has continued to grow. Hmm. So what we're seeing is that people who do it, uh, they're serious about it. They they've got their stuff together. They they know what it takes to to make a successful Kickstarter. Uh, to get that out there. And so the ones that are doing it are doing it right. There's a lot more professional graphics that are going in ahead of time. So there's there's so much prep that's going in before something ever gets to Kickstarter. It's not like I have this great idea that I'm sort of fleshing out. It's it's more like I have this fully formed game that just needs to go to manufacture and, and back and forth a little bit there. Uh, but we're about ready to deliver it to you. So uh, there's a definite maturing there in terms of the industry. And, and there is this interesting shift, I think, of uh, people less than people going that traditional fulfillment route through uh, a publisher and, and more and more going through Kickstarter. So it's it's interesting to see the industry go this direction. Uh, we have yet to see if this is going to be a, a permanent model for everyone. There are certain companies that it does seem to be a permanent model for. Uh, that's the way they're going. I think the other kind of interesting side of this is, and I, I've heard other people talk about it. I, I think in some ways we are we are definitely living in the golden age of board games. Um, there there has been this board game renaissance that's happening. There's more options than you've ever had before. But in some ways there's a glut as well. And I don't think that everyone is going to be able to survive uh, this. I think there are more companies, more people then the market can completely bear. Uh, however, with Kickstarter, it sort of op- opens up this opportunity for there to be a lot of boutique kind of people who who put out, you know, just a couple of games and maybe it's not their main job. Maybe it's kind of their, their side hobby that they make a little bit off. So there is going to be some way to sustain that, that glut through Kickstarter, I think. But, um, uh, I don't think everyone's going to survive it. I think there's it's a little bit more than the market's going to be able to bear over the long term, uh, even though we're, we're going to continue to see a growth in the industry overall. Yeah, and you bring up some great points. I think people are definitely doing their homework more now than ever. I think guys like Jamie Stegmeyer and all the other folks online that have just been so great about putting out content on how to do this well, how to do it effectively. A huge thank you goes to those guys. But what's interesting, we are, we're in this renaissance period, but one thing about the Renaissance, it lasted like 300 years. You know, <laughs> not that the board game Renaissance is going to last near that long, but it's just you know funny to think about. Uh, that was a very long, you know, relatively speaking, period of human history, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how how things are going. Are you seeing anything as far as innovation? Like, wh- what kind of innovations are you noticing, especially in packaging or in the f- you know as you are fulfilling 
different things. I, I remember was it Ice Cool Ice the the game I think won the won the spiel right. It was like the little mm-hmm. penguin game and like the oh. box within the box within the box within. The, I mean, it's like a lot of really <laughs> cool ideas as far as packaging go. Anything else you've noticed kind of on that end? Yeah, uh, let me think here on the on the packaging end of things. I think some of the campaigns that, like, uh, I was surprised with Gloomhaven, them shipping out, like, everything, even add-ons they had. And, of course, they were big enough that they could do this, but even add-ons were in in the the core box Mm -hmm. for for that specific. So they, they, like, just were going to make so many with the add-on in it and and ship those directly to people. So that was kind of cool. You know, obviously, you know, mechanics, people are continuing to invent uh, different kind of board game mechanics and and reinvent those. I think an interesting one that I I haven't played. We are helping fulfill it, but and I, I've heard. Uh, I think it was uh, from Pax Unplugged. The shut up and sit guy, sit down guys talked about Fog of Love, and it was is interesting. That game is a more. It, it sort of has that Euro feel from what they described, but it it it's focusing like more inwardly on like the uh, kind of almost a, a social science to put it in a in a a broad category kind of a game uh that's more kind of inward feeling but that kind of hits close to home that's a whole genre of games that i'm i'm interested to see if if we continue to run with because everything else has been very like scythe and you're mm-hmm. you know moving around the board strategically and and how can i most efficiently manage my resources and we've we've seen a lot of that kind of game and that's been hugely popular i'll be interested to see if if this other kind of uh more more inward oh what's the word i'm looking for kind of more human yeah. emotion yeah kind of game. more yeah. more more an emotive kind of game yeah uh if that if that picks up or if this is just going to be a a one-off kind of thing right i remember rob rob davio came on the show a while back six months ago or so and uh, we got to talking about themes that really need a legacy version and one thing he talked about was this kind of like human emotion kind of thing where like game to game your your character like really does change and maybe they age and maybe their kids grow up yeah. and they and, like that's just a super interesting thing and I, again i don't know if it would have mass appeal like you know, like some big you know fantasy game would but the market is to the place where, like you're saying, with Kickstarter, you can do a smaller game. You can do a thousand game print run, and that'd be a very much a success for what you were trying to accomplish with that game. And so it's it's really interesting times that we live in. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. Well, cool, man. Seth, again, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for all your insight and all the uh, knowledge that you passed on in the main show and in, in the bonus round. And again, good luck with everything you got going on. Thanks, Gabe. Appreciate it. Happy to be on.